It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. 96% of Grammarly users say that it helps them craft more impactful writing. Would you agree? Grammarly helped adjust my tone to navigate tough work conversations. And it works everywhere I write, so I can quickly communicate effectively. Your teammate used Grammarly to summarize an important document, making a three-pointer. How did he do it? It only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. You made an incredible slam dunk to end the game. The meeting was canceled, and your team will go home champions. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. Jackson Gatlin here, host of the Monday edition Locked On NBA podcast. Every Monday, I cover the three biggest stories in the NBA with the local experts from Locked On. It's an awesome recap of the weekend of the NBA and a look at what's ahead. Mark your calendars on Monday to join me for Locked On NBA podcast, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. You are Locked On Thunder, your daily Oklahoma City Thunder podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day thank you for joining us for the weekend episode of the locked on thunder podcast being recorded on july the 20th i am your gracious and humble host Derek g and i've already thanked you for joining us but i'll also thank you again thank you for making us a part of your weekend and your continued support to the locked on thunder podcast wherever you may be los angeles australia new zealand missouri we love you and of course we love you if you're here in Oklahoma City and you bleed thunder the way we do here at the Locked On Thunder podcast. I say we, and really it's me, but I bleed thunder blue. So we're going to talk a lot of Oklahoma City thunder today. And hey, to do a service to you, because I care about you and the information that's being put out on this podcast. And in an effort not to get to that point where I'm like, say, Skip Bayless or Mike Francesa or even... Many other broadcasters who have made a career on being wrong, I actually have ESPN and Twitter pulled up instead of looking at my rundown and pictures of A.D. Bryant. Don't you dare, don't you dare make fun of me for thinking that A.D. Bryant is cute from Saturday Night Live. I I don't want to hear it. I'm not ashamed of it. I think she's a very cute girl, woman, there. I've said it, and I'm not afraid to admit it. So there we go. All right, how many times am I going to say that phrase? Welcome to the Locked On Thunder podcast, where we're definitely, we're going to talk about the departure of Carmelo Anthony, which is about 24 hours old at this point, and Dennis Schroeder coming into the Oklahoma City Thunder and what that means. And is it Schroeder or Schroeder? I've heard it pronounced both ways. I've seen it written phonetically both ways. I figure if he's going to play in Oklahoma City, we need to be pronouncing his name correctly. And today I'm going to call him Schroeder. His mama called him Schroeder, so I'm going to call him Schroeder. Unless his name is Schroeder, then I'll call him Schroeder. But for today's podcast, it's Dennis Schroeder. And we'll be talking about, in segment number one, what his addition means for the Oklahoma City Thunder. How does he fit in with this team? Because I still have questions. And there's even still part of me wondering if Sam Presti's got another trick up his sleeve where maybe Dennis Schroeder is going to be traded before the season starts or sometime during the season 
to get the Thunder more draft picks, to get the Thunder more of a 3 and D guy. Uh, Thunder do definitely still need three-point shooting, although Schroeder helps that out. So we get into that in segment number one. In segment number two of the podcast this weekend today, Reggie Jackson essentially turned into Dennis Schroeder. We'll, we'll trace that back and discuss what the impact of Raymond Felton or how Raymond Felton is going to feel the impact of Dennis Schroeder here. And uh, I, I get to thinking one way, and then I go down another road with this. So we'll discuss all that in segment two. In segment three, we're going to wrap things up because I talked to a member of the Oklahoma City Thunder organization and discuss the whole idea of liking the people you cover. And I'll give you my opinion of what is crossing the line when you hang out or socially or socialize with the people that you cover. That's coming up today on the Locked on Thunder podcast. There's the preview. My name's Eric G. I did radio in Oklahoma City for a while and possibly doing something here in the near future. Um, I also work for another publication called Thunder Digest. A big shout out to Chuck Cheney as always. I'm a credentialed member of the media. And if you would like more of what I do, just go to LockedOnThunder.com for all the archive podcasts as well as video and audio from players and coaches. David Locke's going to kill me because we took way too long to get to the meat of this content today. So let's jump on it. About 24 hours ago, Carmelo Anthony was officially traded to the Atlanta Hawks, or at least news broke that he was being traded to the Atlanta Hawks, and Dennis Schroeder's coming to Oklahoma City. Now what? How does Dennis Schroeder fit with the Thunder? Yesterday on the podcast, I was pretty convinced that Dennis Schroeder was a guy that Sam Presti was bringing into the fold, so eventually he could trade. Because you're looking at a dude that's going to make $15 million, trading him would certainly save you money on the cap, and you already have Raymond Felton, not to mention Russell Westbrook. And even though those guys are older, there's no need for three-point guards. Well, now word comes that Dennis Schroeder might just embrace that six-man role the way that James Harden did. And what remains to be seen is, since Dennis Schroeder is a point guard, can he move, can he play without the ball in his hands? Can he deal with being on the court at the same time Raymond Felton and Russell Westbrook are on the court. And I would have to think that that is a scenario that, that could definitely play out. I don't agree with what the Oklahomans said in the fact that this could diminish the role of Raymond Felton. And we'll talk more about that in segment number two. But Sam Presti and Billy Donovan, they've got a while to sort of work all this out in their head, put it all on the dry erase board, and see what fits. I was even thinking of a lineup that had Raymond Felton, Dennis Schroeder, Paul George. Could be a more athletic small lineup. You could throw Jeremy Grant in there to kind of play. I don't know. Maybe, what, are you having Grant play the five? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, is, is that what's going to happen with that lineup? And then Patrick Patterson. I guess if you do that, Patterson plays the five. Grant, I don't know. Maybe Grant plays the five. Whatever. I'm, 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 I've got all this kind of worked out in my head but a lineup that's going to be a lot more deadly from beyond the arc. Schroeder does shoot 30% from the, from three, and he averaged 19 points last year. So those of us, myself namely, who were worried about Carmelo Anthony and replacing his 16 points per game, the Thunder have done that by bringing this guy in. 
And if he's willing to come off the bench and be the spark plug and be a scoring option and not necessarily be the backup point guard, this could be a matchup that is made in heaven for Oklahoma City and certainly gives them makes them younger, gives them more athleticism, and gives them some scoring that they lost with Carmelo Anthony on his way to the Houston Rockets or the Miami Heat. Will it all work out? To be determined. Now, free throw shooting is going to be better, and that's big time for Oklahoma City because when you think about where the Thunder were, they were terrible free throw shooters last year. You just you held your breath every time somebody other than Russell Westbrook, Paul George, or Carmelo Anthony went to the line because you just knew that that ball wasn't going in the basket. Well, with Schroeder, you, you get a little bit better there, and that's something that desperately the Oklahoma City Thunder need. As far as three-point shooting goes, we're talking about a team that was 23rd in the NBA, which wasn't that far behind necessarily where Houston was, but that's got to get better. If you want any chance to compete with Golden State, you've got to get better from beyond the arc. And if Schroeder can bring you that, then I don't have any problem trading him at all. I'd like to see if he can... I'd like to at least give him the opportunity, if I'm Sam Presti, to come into training camp to see if he can somewhat mesh with these guys. As a matter of fact, you don't even have to wait till training camp. You're on the phone with Dennis Schroeder and you say, hey, here's the deal. Carmelo Anthony, Russell Westbrook are working out in Los Angeles. A lot of guys go to California and hang out with them to get ready for the season. You need to do so as well. Go out there and see if you can fit into the flow of things. And and I don't know that training I, I never know of training camp or the preseason when you bring somebody in. Actually, I know it's not. It's not a large enough sample size to figure out if a guy's going to work or if he's not. And in 82 games, the way most NBA teams play it out is they use the majority of the games to find out and collect all that data to decide whether or not a guy is worth keeping or you need to ship a guy. And for Schroeder, coming in in November, let me October, November, December, I think that's when we will know more about whether or not this guy can play in Oklahoma City. I mean, who knows? Sam Presti may already have it in his head that this isn't going to work out. He's tried it once with a dude named Reggie Jackson, and it just... It, it, it wasn't what he wanted. And because Raymond Felton is a veteran leader and is respected in the locker room, it might not be something that you want to tamper with. But then again, Felton is a guy that you didn't sign him to a very long contract. He's in his 30s. And there may be some team that values him that, that you could trade and possibly get a, a second-round pick for. Schroeder definitely has more trade value and Sam Presti's a guy that you got to watch. I mean, none of us thought that there was going to be anything of value come in for Carmelo Anthony, and boom, here it is yesterday. The Atlanta Hawks do, uh, agreed to make a trade. I And I don't know. I'm, I'm trying to be logical about this. If I'm Hawks, I don't, if I'm the Hawks, I don't make that trade. I don't make that trade just to take Carmelo Anthony and release him and get him off the books. I would not have been interested in doing the Thunder a favor. I would have been interested in more giving the Thunder some of my toxic assets to take one of their toxic assets. But thank you so much to the Atlanta Hawks for pulling this off. All right, we've stuttered and stumbled through at least one segment. We've got two more to go. It's the Locked on Thunder podcast. I'm Eric G. 
Thank you for joining us here on the Locked On Thunder Network. What all this means for Raymond Felton, that's coming up next. Hey guys, it's Walker Mail, host of the Locked On Hornets podcast. And being around sports media and a fan of the Hornets for a lifetime has taught me that sometimes it's exploring the sliding doors moments and what-if scenarios in sports that can be the best part of the fan experience. What if the Seahawks let Marshawn run on the one-yard line with the Super Bowl on the line? Or could a coin flip actually have landed Magic in Chicago, Michael in L.A., and made Charles Barkley the first black president? Enter Wondery's newest sports show, Alternate Routes, a weekly leap into the sports multiverse with former SportsCenter anchors Trey Wingo and Kevin Frazier. Each week on the podcast, Trey and Kevin will pry open the sliding doors of a different what-if moment from the world of sports. In these alternate sports realities, dynasties will fall, legacies will change forever, new goats will emerge. Follow Alternate Routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcast. You can listen to Alternate Routes early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. Remember, you can listen to all the Locked On podcasts at LockedOnSports.com. It is local experts every day talking about the biggest stories. That's LockedOnSports.com, podcast for the NFL, Major League Baseball, and the NBA, LockedOnSports.com. At the moment, no other moves being made by the Oklahoma City Thunder, at least at the time we recorded that. And I keep refreshing to make sure that I don't have to go back and re-record a podcast after uh, this one is done. If that's the case, and if something happens this weekend, even though I'm going on vacation, I'll take all my equipment with me. It's really not that bulky. And, uh, hey, we'll do a podcast if, if the Thunder have some new news. So going back to Dennis Schroeder being now a member of the Oklahoma City Thunder and Carmelo Anthony being gone, essentially what happened was is that Sam Presti turned Reggie Jackson into Dennis Schroeder. Because remember, and I, I, I don't know why I can never remember this, the Reggie Jackson trade brought Ennis Canner to Oklahoma City. Ennis Canner brought Carmelo Anthony to OKC. And then Carmelo brought Dennis Schroeder, for at least the time being, to Oklahoma City. So Reggie Jackson means Dennis Schroeder. And what I think is all fascinating about this, as we sit here and talk about the trades that Sam Presti made, and ultimately, a lot of... There is the judging that can go on now about the moves that Sam Presti made and the initial reaction and what we've seen on the court because of these moves. And then there's the moves, and then there's what they are historically and how everything played out and who fell into place because of these moves. And that's a lot more fun to look at. And for Sam Presti, a lot of his moves are still being judged. A move is a fluid situation. We may want to think it's just one for one, cut for cut, trade for trade, draft for draft, when essentially it's a it's a constant moving of parts and guys leaving the organization and guys coming into the organization. So this is where we are essentially, if you ask me with the James Harden trade, matter of fact, yeah, you can trace this back to James Harden because Harden leaves. You need to draft a guy like Reggie Jackson. He doesn't work out. You bring in Ennis Canner, who does. And even though you love him, you bring in Carmelo Anthony, who doesn't work out, who now gives you Dennis Schroeder. Amazing. Uh, amazing when you think about it. And I think really, honestly, when we look at Sam Presti and think about all the moves that he made, we're, eventually what we got to do on this podcast is, is take a segment. I don't, know if, I, I don't know if you want to do a whole podcast like this and just break down 
every trade and what it ultimately led to. And this could lead to the Thunder being a more athletic, fun team to watch if this guy is wanting to buy in. Certainly, I hope he's got a better attitude than Reggie Jackson. I mean, I don't know much about this guy, and I doubt most of us do because we haven't really had a chance to cover him as much as we have some of these other guys in the Thunder. And now you got to worry if you're Raymond Felton, does this mean you're going to be spending less time on the floor than you did last year? I would think not. Like I said earlier, I don't agree with what the, the, the Oklahoman is saying here. I still think that, that Raymond Felton has some use. I still think Raymond Felton is a great guy to run the floor. And I think you can put him on the court with Schroeder and Westbrook and George. And maybe that's somewhat of a, I don't want to call it a death lineup, although I was trying to come up with one earlier. I don't want to call it a death lineup, but it's a small lineup that's going to stretch defenses out because they've got to figure out a way to score. Speaking of stretching defenses out, Jeremy Grant shoots 30% from beyond the arc, but the guy doesn't take many shots at all. Schroeder's going to take more shots, and he's a guy that can score one-on-one and and play some good isolation basketball. So all this seems to be working out for the Oklahoma City Thunder, but still, I'm not 100% convinced that Sam Presti is done making moves, and I'm not 100% convinced that we even get to see Dennis Schroeder in a Thunder uniform if there's something out there on the market that Sam Presti finds that he likes a little bit better. This is the Locked on Thunder podcast. I am Eric G. Coming up. So what is crossing the line when it comes to covering the teams you like? We'll talk about that next. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. 96% of Grammarly users say that it helps them craft more impactful writing. Would you agree? Grammarly helped adjust my tone to navigate tough work conversations. And it works everywhere I write, so I can quickly communicate effectively. Your teammate used Grammarly to summarize an important document, making a three-pointer. How did he do it? It only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. You made an incredible slam dunk to end the game. The meeting was canceled, and your team will go home champions. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. For more of the Locked on Thunder podcast, just go to LockedOnThunder.com, and thank you so much for listening today. Covering the teams that you like. Okay, it can always be a slippery slope. I think it's better when you are a fan and you are covering the team because you can speak from a fan's perspective, meaning you live and die with that particular team. I also think it becomes dangerous if you've covered a team for a long time and you start getting to know players and you start to hang out with them socially. Not that having dinner with the guys that you cover is a bad thing, not that maybe even going to the club and hanging out with them is necessarily a bad thing. I mean, you've got to figure out a way to get information. If these guys are social, you should be social too. But I do, and honestly, that's the way sports writers used to used to work for a long time, riding the trains with these guys, getting to know them, being friends with them. And there is... Look, I love Carmelo Anthony. I love Raymond Felton. Hanging out with them, I don't see myself doing that anytime soon. One, because I'm socially awkward. I'm a little bit like 
Sheldon Cooper from that aspect. But two, for me, I've already had people say that, that my judgment is clouded on Carmelo Anthony, and I don't necessarily agree with that, but hey, we can agree to disagree. What I never want to have happen is my judgment get clouded on things that happen not so much on the court, but off the court. And that's when hanging out with guys starts to get dangerous because if somebody's your friend and they go out and they do something, let's say they commit domestic violence or there's an issue with groping a woman or there's something involved with drugs, that guy, if you're a friend of a person, you're going to want what's best for them. You're not going to want to be critical. You're going to want to help them along. And there's nothing wrong with that from a human standpoint. should always want guys to overcome whatever issues they have. But it becomes a situation where you've also, you also are expected to speak honestly about a situation. And when you are friends with someone, you will have a tendency to tiptoe around that and think maybe the action isn't that bad. Now, you may give them tough love, but in the public, you're going to feel obligated to defend them as a good friend would. That's why I don't think I'll ever really hang out with the people that I cover because I never want to get into that situation where, hey, you did something and I can't be critical. I think everybody deserves due process. And you have to be careful about necessary, about unnecessarily criticizing someone before knowing all the facts. But at the same time, when you do know all the facts or you have a pretty good idea of what's going on and the evidence is laid out before you, then you can't have your judgment clouded because a person's been good to you pretty much your entire career or pretty much their entire life. So it can be a slippery slope. And it's one that, at least from a personal standpoint, I try to avoid. This has been the Locked on Thunder podcast. I am Eric G. Thank you for joining us. This is the weekend episode. Remember, more episodes at LockedOnThunder.com. Thank you for joining us, as always, for the weekend and every day. Everybody love everybody and peace, love, and thunder up. You are Locked on Thunder, your daily Oklahoma City Thunder podcast. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. 96% of Grammarly users say that it helps them craft more impactful writing. Would you agree? Grammarly helped adjust my tone to navigate tough work conversations. And it works everywhere I write, so I can quickly communicate effectively. Your teammate used Grammarly to summarize an important document, making a three-pointer. How did he do it? It only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. You made an incredible slam dunk to end the game. The meeting was canceled, and your team will go home champions. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.